Hello, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in and listening to our podcast. We are so grateful for your support, and we sincerely pray that what we are offering to you through this podcast is blessing you and blessing your family, and that you are blessing others by sharing it with someone near and dear to you. Today, I want to talk about Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. That submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. It is a prohibited word in many Christian circles. You rarely hear it uttered in our sacred spaces. It is a spiritual turnoff. It's edited out of sermons. It is the S word. It can cause a riot when used at the wrong time, in the wrong place, to the wrong person. No one wants to hear it, even though God demands it from us. The word is submit. There, I said it. Submit. God calls on each one of us to submit to someone. Brothers and sisters, we are not sovereign. We are not in control. We are not the masters of our own fate. God has made us interconnected. And therefore, we will have to submit to someone if we're going to make it successfully in this world. We may not like it, but God has designed it so that we have to do so, whether we do so willingly or through divine sovereign coercion. Christians are called to submission. You and I cannot live a Christian life when we refuse to submit. Moreover, the submission that God requires from us is cruciformed. When I use the word cruciform, I'm saying in the shape of a cross. We submit to God, which is the vertical plane of the submission. But we also submit to one another, which is the horizontal plane of submission, i.e. the Apostles Paul words to the Ephesian church. Submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. It's amazing that he places this verse right before he goes into household codes. To talk about the relationships between husband and wife and parents and children. And in that culture, master and slave. And we oftentimes equate that now to employer, employee. Because this submitting to one another is not just seen in marital relationships. It is seen in every Christian relationship. We submit to God out of reverence for him, and we submit to our fellow man so that God can bless and honor us before others. People love to boast about God's plan for their life. They're quick to tell what God has shown them about their lives to others. You know, The blessings that are on the way. The houses that they will live in. The companies that they will head up or start. A lot of lofty dreams and aspirations. And this can be very true. God does have great things in store for us. Yet in most such scenarios, the individual only shares the combination of their journey. They're so focused on the end of the mission That they fail to realize that the mission will cause for submission. That you will not get to the top 
if you're not willing to submit to someone. You will not reach that goal if you do not first learn to submit to some authority. Simply put, submission is required in order for us to receive honor from God. And now is a good time to talk about submission as we focus on Christmas. Consider the Christmas narrative. Mary and Joseph have to submit to God's plan for their lives. Even though the plan calls for some major sacrifices and alterations to their plan, they submit to God's purposes for their lives in that season. Mary's submission is recorded in Luke chapter 1 verse 38. Listen to what the Bible says. Mary said, Behold, I am the Lord's servant. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Joseph submits in Matthew chapter 1, verse 24 and 25. The Bible says, When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth. And he called his name Jesus. Both Mary and Joseph serves as great examples of submission. And they submitted to God willingly, even when there was not clarity concerning this plan that God had began to unfold. Even when they perhaps even had some questions that they wanted God to answer, they still submitted to God. And in submitting to God, they also submitted to one another. And Mary and Joseph are honored centuries later because of their submission. Their submission is a key aspect of the narrative that is oftentimes overlooked. No one thinks about Mary and Joseph's submission at Christmas. We focus on the angels, the manger, the shepherd, and the wise men. But would any of these things have been possible without the submission of this couple? Imagine what the story would have been if they did not submit to God's will for their lives. Better yet, imagine what your life would be like if you had submitted to God's will for your life. If you had submitted to that direction that God gave. If you had submitted to the opportunity that God presented, you have submitted to that inconvenience that God called you to. If you had submitted to God rather than submitting to others' opinions, their thoughts. If you had submitted your plan and asked God's blessings upon it, what would your life be like now, if you had submitted back then, I'm sure that you would agree with me that things would be a little different and slightly better if we had submitted to God's plan, God's will. Submission makes the difference. And no one wants to talk about it because we feel as if submission makes me weak. We feel as if submission is taken away from who I am. But brothers and sisters, submission is required in order for us to receive honor from God. 
God wants to do great things in your life. God has great things in store for you. But you and I will not receive those things if we do not submit to God. And in submitting to God, submit to one another. This Christmas, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, think about all of the aspects of submission. All of those characters in the narrative who had to submit. And then ask yourself the question, Am I going to continue to go in my own way? Am I going to continue to just do my own thing and keep running into dead ends and disappointments? Am I going to ignore what God is calling me to do even though it may be uncomfortable and inconvenient? Am I going to continue to put God's will that he has clearly articulated to me through his spirit on the back burner. Maybe this is the moment where you throw your hands up and say, Lord, I yield. I'm your servant. Let it be unto me according to your word. Maybe this is the moment where you say, I'm tired of doing it my way. I'm tired of trying to please everybody. I'm tired of trying to make it happen when God wants to make it happen for me. But I have to first submit. Submission is required before you and I receive honor from God. God wants to honor you. God wants to do great things in your life. But you must first submit to God. And in submitting to God, be willing to submit to others. Thank you for listening.